0: Leslie Calls Home Hello and welcome to Calls Home I am your guide Les Cunnington Thank you very much to Projector for the song I Am Shamed off of their 2018 EP How Does It Feel You can find them on Instagram at projectorprojector DuncanHasty.com and at follow d art is where you can find the designer for my logo. Thank you very much, D-Man, for my logo. It is fantastic. My Instagram is at calls home. Nice and easy. I post lots of pictures of the things I discuss in the episodes. Um, give you a bit of a visual element as well. Um, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. I super appreciate you all for listening. If you have time, please give us give me an iTunes review, five-star iTunes review with a little little few words saying what you enjoy about the show. Really helps grow the audience. Um, new one for you. Um, so I have a refer a friend promotion. So I am using booking.com a lot at the moment to book my accommodation. So if you use the code SAM07473, that's sam 0 7 4 7 3. You get £15 pounds off your next use of booking.com, and I get £15 pounds off my next use of booking.com. So, yeah, if you're going away somewhere, use booking.com, get yourself a discount, help me out. Thank you very much. This is my call with Joe. Um, we talk a little bit about the new Spider-Man film. There isn't any spoilers for that, but there is some spoilers for Endgame. Um it's the highest grossing film of all time, so if you haven't seen it, I assume you don't care. You'll be happy to hear that this is my final episode from Sucre, I really hope they haven't got too repetitive, and you'll be happy to hear that after this I'm not in my super echoey bedroom. Spoilers. There's more echoey rooms to come. <laughs> i don't know what it is about south american accommodation but they're not the best recording locations i appreciate you for carrying on even though some of it may not be great thank you very much i love you all here is michael with joe
1: How are you doing, It is yes, indeed? I am very good, thank you. And you? Yeah,
0: very well. Very well. I'm a bit achy. I've like been exercising for the first achy. time in a month. Oh yeah. The last couple of days. Well yeah, I've been like learning Spanish for a whole month. Um and I haven't Exercising your brain. Re- exercising my brain, not my body. So yeah, I thought I need to get some exercise. So I'm achy, but I'll tell you all about it in a bit. What What have you been? How was your day? I'm very jealous of your day today.
1: Yeah, I wish you could have been here, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. What did you? It do? was very good. What did you do? Tell us all about it.
1: Oh, in terms of the D anD D campaign. Yeah. Well, we started off on our in a carriage, being taken to a little town called Havenghul. Um which is reminiscent of a previous campaign. Yeah, I, I know, believe you've done this. I know that town. <laughs> S- yes.
0: Seaboard. We were heading Northern there. Town.
1: I think about four or five weeks after the events of your uh group. Amazing. Your party had been through there. Um so um but we were ambushed by bandits and classic. Gave them uh it was a very small ample opportunity to uh run away, but they decided not to, so we uh killed him. Yeah, we slaughtered them. Yeah, yeah in very uh horrific ways. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean I I certainly in my roles intimidated one to uh give up the fight, and then as soon as he went to turn away and run, uh both Jack and T's character uh, absolutely butchered him. <laughs> so brilliant even though I'm supposed to be my character's supposed to be like a a mad genius or almost evil scientist I'm I definitely I feel like I've come across as one of the the more um lawfully aligned characters in this <laughs> uh, scenario so far
0: yeah uh, now I, I feel I feel picking your alignment whether you're good and evil and things before a D&D campaign is difficult because you, you don't know how that character's really gonna act once you start playing with them, I feel.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I found we had a lot more fun playing somewhere between neutral and evil. Yeah. Uh in a case of just doing whatever the hell we wanted and felt <laughs> like and doing very uh a lot of things very spontaneously mm. uh when it came to either uh dialogue or combat or Yeah dialogue that very quickly became combat because they just basically (laughs) said something offhandedly or gave us a look we didn't appreciate so yeah just immediately like oh okay we're going to brawl now so.
0: Love it, I love it nice yeah I I actually yeah I walked up a big hill today and at the top of that hill I sketched an entire outline of a D&D campaign slowly, slowly been building up inspiration to what I think will be something quite fun and I, like, suddenly had the inspiration and I was like, cool, I'm going to write this all down now because I'm sitting down and this is a really nice view. So, yeah, I've got a full story ready to... Well, I I still need to write it, but I've got the bare bones of it. So, yeah, it's good. I've got some inspiration to write again, which I was... I knew it would come on this trip, but I just haven't had it yet. But, yeah, Mm. now I've, like, had the ideas. It'll come to fruition one way or another. I fucking... I've done it again. Joe... Who are you, and how do we know each other?
1: <laughs> so I am Joe. I am—I uh, would uh, consider myself one of your good friends. Yeah. Uh, we know each other via—I believe I was introduced to you via Big T. Um, it must have been—I want to say—over ten, or about 10, about ten years ago. Yeah. No,
0: I think I think we and Big T figured this out. I think we figured it out it's about twelve years.
1: Just yeah, just, just right. under
0: twelve years, twelve years ish. Yes, but yeah, it was around about
1: the time when we all started going to uh, the the typical Friday night where it was Swan then Garage.
0: Swan then the and, Garage, uh, classic times. Yeah, classic
1: times. Yeah. So that's where I met people like T bird and others yeah. in India, in, in yeah. your circle, of friends there. Love so it.
0: love it. Yeah, good times. But yeah, like we used to before I fucked off traveling hang out at least a minimum of twice a week. Mondays, mm. Mondays for badminton and yep. um, and Thursdays for games. Yes. So yeah, I feel like I'm, I do miss both of those activities. <laughs> yeah, quite. It's a bit.
1: good that you're managing to keep up the latter of the two though, uh in south america and other parts of the
0: yeah you know
1: the americas that you've been in so um, yeah
0: but yeah managing to get some more games in as well aaron and dennis who left they left this week um but we have made plans to meet up in la paz um both love a game yeah so i actually started playing games with them and yeah got them into they love sushi go now so oh fantastic yeah brilliant fantastic. yeah aaron aaron is a um classic put put hoarder um the, the it's big, like someone else we know. Yeah, yeah, the big team move of making sure you have enough puts to try and win at the end game. Um, yeah, they both have I played it worked, it, played enough Yahtzee before to have good strategy in it. So yeah, no, it's been good playing some games with those guys. I look forward to meeting up with them again in the future to play more. Mm. No, nice. But yeah, no. So yeah, I've been playing lots of games. It's been very good. Been very very good. Nice. Um, I am calling you from this is the final the final call from Sucré. I've been here officially 4 weeks today. It is the 28th of July at 5:12 p.m.
1: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. so you're 5 hours behind. 5 hours behind, yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: getting late for you there now. You had a busy day. You're alright. You're going to be up. Yeah, before? that's yeah. it. <laughs>
1: Get the long rest going
0: and uh, recover all my hit points. Yeah, yeah. Well, you must have had a short rest on the drive back, so you can use some of your hit, hit die to recuperate a bit of them. So. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Do you want to know what I've been doing this week?
1: Yes. Tell us all about it.
0: So last Sunday, I had a call with Krizza. Very nice call with Krizza. And um, I downloaded a new audiobook last week. It is called The Name of the Wind. It's by an author called Patrick Rothfuss. Um, I've downloaded it on audio version Millie demanded that I listen to it Because she knows I'm too lazy to read it Um, It was also recommended by one of her friends And the the great Griffin McElroy Of The Adventure Zone And My Brother, My Brother and Me Um, But now I am I'm so far through it I've listened to like 7 hours of it this week But on Sunday I downloaded it And was the first time I started listening to it As I walked down to the market for dinner. So there's like a street food market food stalls um, in the central market here. And I had some lita for dinner. It's like a treat, like a weekend treat. Although I've definitely had it a few more times than I should have done.
1: Mm. Have yeah. you tried uh, Kui yet? I don't know if they Kui. have it necessarily. Kui. Yeah, so Kui, yeah, Kui which I believe is spelt Q-U-I, is actually guinea pig.
0: Oh no, I hear I hear it's big in Peru. Yes. Um but there are two different
1: versions of it. So the one I tried, I can't remember the name of it, but it still has que within the name mm-hmm. is the version where you don't have the guinea pig's face. So it was at least tolerable. <laughs> Cuz I'm not a fan of eating meat that still has a face on it
0: one look i'm adding it to my travel documents notes look up the one without a face
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely recommend it unless uh yeah unless you have i like uh, i like staring into a (laughs) metaphorical stomach for it
0: yeah well speaking of having the stomach for it like i feel i've probably got a fairly strong stomach because i seem to eat what i want and be pretty much alright most of the time like yeah I I haven't had too much issue. I mean like David uh, a guy that was staying here just he got out of the hospital on this Sunday the 21st uh, because he had salmonella Um, yeah and he reckoned people say you can get it from the lettuce here Um, oh really yeah yeah because apparently half of the lettuce here is grown well and half of the lettuce here is grown downstream of a sewage plant so, so the
1: water that's oh fantastic yeah, yeah i know
0: yeah um i go to the same place every day for lunch and I, that's that i mean i've been going there for four weeks straight five days a week now so i know that it's fine there but yeah apparently as long as you either put lots of vinegar on it or drink a coca-cola then you'll be fine with the lettuce yeah yeah, I wonder you... why Coca Cola. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't want to think about why that's okay, but because <laughs> I like Coca Cola too much, so yeah. I don't want it to be ruined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on my way back from the market on the Sunday night, I popped into a. It's called Gastro Bar. It's just a nice restaurant. I paid thirty bolivianos for a beer, which is only about. It's actually about three three pound fifty. So like. ...what you'd expect to pay for a beer back home... ...so over here that's ridiculously expensive... ...but got myself a nice pale ale... ...was very nice... Um, Nice ...Monday the 22nd... Uh, ...so yeah like I said I go to the same place... ...for lunch every day... Um, ...but my Spanish is now like... ...kind of getting there... ...and these these people know me by this point... ...so they are patient... ...with my bad Spanish... ...and I managed to order their beef or chicken... But the chicken comes in a really nice sauce. But I managed to order the beef with the chicken sauce. And it was really, really good. And I was very proud of myself that I was actually able to order that. Nice. Yeah, really good. So you're,
1: conf- you're getting more confident and...
0: Uh, Get in there a bit. I
1: don't, now, like, it yeah. reminds me of um, like GCSE level things when you order at a restaurant or yeah. scenarios like that that you <laughs> yeah, have in school I'm, like,
0: I'm now starting to get myself into these situations where I mm. need to like it's the classic situation so I've got a few success stories on this week of me doing quite well at Spanish um but yeah it is like I went to the post office I go to restaurants I order things at the market and it, yeah it's very stereotypical situations of when you first start learning but it's cuz that's real life apparently Mm. Yeah. Um, the evening of the 22nd um, was quite calm. It was very nice. We all spent time upstairs in the hostel and me and the people here, like I kept saying, like I need to get the details of where you've been and what's good that you've done in South America. And We finally did it on this evening. So we had a whole evening of literally all of us saying where we've been what we'd recommend where we wouldn't recommend going what's definitely worth seeing in different countries so like i said i just just got this travel document that's got a list of all the countries in south america and all the places people recommend going and i really filled it out on this evening was very very nice
1: nice did you get any tips from anyone else of where to go next or yeah,
0: what to do yeah, yeah so I don't have any experience in the rest of South America so it was literally me taking advice from everyone else rather than yeah. rather than giving anyone else advice but I selfishly took all of it thank you <laughs> yeah oh definitely why yeah but like people like people like giving their travelling stories and they like showing lots of photos of all the great stuff they've been doing so yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed it and made me very excited to get moving now Um. Because, yeah, I've been here nearly nearly a month now, which is crazy. It's flown by. Tuesday, the 23rd, was raining. Like, it's winter, which means it's the dry season. And it, like, never rains here during winter. But it rained. And it was cold. Like, the evenings get cold. The daytimes are nice and warm. But it was just cold, like, all day on Tuesday. So when we went for lunch, we actually sat inside, which was a... But I didn't know there was an inside to the place where we go for lunch because we normally always sit outside. Um, but yeah, it was chilly. But that afternoon, we went to the cinema. I went to go see The Lion King. Um, oh, how is that? A few people
1: around here have seen it and they uh, they have mixed mixed reviews.
0: It's all in Spanish. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be, yeah, that could yeah no, um, Do they have subtitles? No. <laughs> no. Oh. So I thought... I'd I think, I thought a film like The Lion King, like, me and Grace had the video of The Lion King when we were kids, and we must have watched it literally over, like, a hundred times, probably maybe five hundred times. Like, seen that film so many times, and I know the story so, so well, that I thought, I can go see the remake in Spanish, with my bad Spanish, and half know what's going on, because I know the film so well. Um really fun seeing all the songs in spanish as well. Um yeah, yeah, cuz like I know the words to the songs in english, but then they're sang in spanish. So yeah, it was that was really good fun. Um cinema on a tuesday afternoon it's a little bit cheaper. So it costs 3 pounds 50 to go see it in 3D, which is brilliant and then only Yeah, that's really good. and then 1 pound 50 for a medium popcorn. Um but yeah, I Honestly, I think I think if I saw it in English, I'd just be disappointed at, of it as a film because um, it is it is almost literally a shot for shot remake of the original film. Um, and, yeah. And yeah, I'd, I think the original cartoons are better because you get more emotion out of a cartoon than you do a realistic looking lion. Um,
1: yeah, and plus the with the originals have all of us having seen it as kids um there's that nostalgia value to it as yeah,
0: well absolutely yeah I completely agree yeah I enjoy I enjoyed it because I was able to understand what was happening in Spanish and I, I even got some of the jokes that were being told like I found I was giggling sometimes when I was like oh I understood what he said then in Spanish <laughs> um but yeah, it was really fun. Nice. Really fun to go see see something at the cinema. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Um, that evening, me, Aaron, and Dennis um, went down to a place called Condor Cafe, very touristy restaurant, but they serve some cheap local dishes. Um, played a, played some games, played some Yahtzee and some sushi go. Dennis won the Yahtzee. Me and Aaron both won a sushi go. Yeah, you know, it's always uh, this was it's always nice when you walk away from a games night and everyone's got a win like yes always good always good yeah
1: um, yeah i'd hardly I totally agree with that yeah
0: yeah um and then on the way back we walked past the pandaria which is the the bakery um and we, like by the time they were starting to to leave like we were literally going here nearly every night it's so cheap and it's so so good um but yeah got some tasty cakes and sat upstairs and just had a little chat um and then Wednesday, Wednesday the twenty fourth, yeah, I went to Office Oficina de Correo, which is the post office. Um so I went after lunch, um and as I as I I walked up to the door and it was locked and I was like, Oh fuck, it's, it's locked. Looked at the sign, it doesn't open till two thirty and it was like two o'clock. So i was like, okay, I'll fine. I'll just wait. I've got, I've got my new audio book that, was really, that I'm really enjoying. So I just was sitting outside with my coat on because it was a bit chilly. Um, another guy came up, tried the door, but it was locked. And then another guy came up and just walked straight in. And I was like, what? Like, did I, maybe I tried the wrong door or something. Um, so then me and the other guy walked in. And then the security guard was like, no, 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 no. Um, cerrado cerrado a las doce y media which is like we're closed until 2.30 and then I was like esperamos en dentro which means like we we wait inside and he was like no 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 afuera afuera which is outside outside Um, and as simple as that conversation is my brain didn't have any processing time between me saying I want to wait inside inside and me saying it in Spanish it just came out just just came out like I just said something in Spanish to the security guard because I really wanted to wait inside I was very proud of myself for that
1: yeah I was gonna say that's got to be a triumphant moment when you're learning a language for it to just instantly click um, and you don't have to think about it
0: doesn't happen all the time but yeah yeah completely like I think, I think just in the moment I was cold and I didn't want to wait outside anymore. So my brain was like, "You need to stay inside." So get this right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to two thirty. Went inside. Spoke to the woman. She. I struggled through this conversation with her. So like every, everything she said, I needed her to repeat it. Every like literally everything. I was like, "Perdon, perdon." Lo siento, puedes repetir It's like, I'm sorry, please repeat it I'm sorry, thank you, thank you Um, And then I needed, I didn't have my passport And apparently to send something abroad you need your passport But I had my driving licence And I needed to get a photocopy of my driving licence And she was like, there's a photocopy shop just over the road Um, I very, very nearly paid 30 Bolivianos for a photocopy But the lady in there was like, no, 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 it's 30 cents It's 30 cents So I very very nearly paid, like, what, four quid for a photocopy because I'm a stupid, (laughs) stupid Gringo. guy. (laughs) Uh, All
1: part of the learning experience, I suppose.
0: Yeah. I was glad that she was nice enough to tell me that I was being an idiot. Um, Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, everyone is... Like, Bolivians are lovely. They're all really, really, really nice. Um, I haven't met one yet that, I like... I, I don't know, I feel... Walking around South America, you like try and like you hear people get pickpocketed a lot. So I'm quite wary of my pockets. I have quite good jeans, so like I'm never wary when I've got my jeans on. But when I wear my shorts, they're quite loose. Um, mm. So apart from like trying to make sure I don't get my shit stolen when I'm just out and about in the street and in busy places, I haven't felt threatened. I haven't felt like I'm in a dodgy situation at all. Um, and I don't think that's just from me not paying attention. <laughs> like, I think that's like Sucre. I think he's actually quite safe, which is nice.
1: I mean, I felt the same with both Bolivia and Peru. Um, yeah, everyone's just nice uh, and welcoming there. And um, obviously, I spoke no Spanish at all mm. um, when I was out there. But um, I found, particularly with um, parts of Peru. Uh, it might be the same for Bolivia, is because their economy relies so much on tourism. Is that um, yeah. they're not gonna that generally
0: mess anyone off, because you
1: know? it, Yeah, because yeah, then it, it it damages all of their lives. Um, so yeah, that's they're generally true.
0: that's very true. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I definitely felt the most in um, if you ever visit a place called Cuzco. Yeah, uh, we we'll, definitely
0: will be going yeah, there the, to get to Machu Picchu. So
1: yeah yeah very Me obviously like when you go to parts like that in the world uh it doesn't necessarily look i guess because we're obviously so spoiled here in the west mm. you know that sort of western white male privilege yeah. you know yeah compared to um places where you are right now it looks a lot more run down than what we're used to but yeah. it's not reflecting in the people at all the people so that true. are just absolutely yeah, yeah. lovely
0: you're you're right there, like it does yeah, that it's weird to say run down because they don't I don't think they see it like that, like no, not if, at all. It, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but mm. in the in England, if something looks scruffy, we'll want it painted, or if it's slightly broken, we'll demand that the council fix it, like like you walk along the just along the sidewalks here, and like some of the the curbs are scuffed, and like. In England, we just wouldn't suffer for that. We, Well, I was talking to Dennis. So Dennis is a lawyer. Well, was a lawyer before he fucked off travelling. Um, mm. And he was saying that in Amsterdam, he had won lawsuits against the government where people had tripped over a curb that was more than three centimetres off. Like pavings, paving slabs <sighs> paving that are three centimetres off. People tripped and fell and had won lawsuits on that. I was like... They, that just wouldn't happen in Bolivia. <laughs>
1: wouldn't, oh, not would, at all. It wouldn't happen, yeah, they yeah. just get over it.
0: Yeah, they just get over it. Like, not like, walking around the markets and the fairs and stuff, there's just wires trailing along and, like, there's low-hanging wires. To be fair, most Bolivians are quite short, so it's okay for them. But, yeah, like, wires everywhere. Like, there's no health and safety. People are just getting on with their lives. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's exactly the same with Peru. I find Peru and Bolivia are quite... Uh,
0: similar in that respect. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to going to Peru now. Yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, oh yeah, so Wednesday the 24th um, went down to a salsa class. Oh yeah, yeah, not a tomato in sight, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke. Is that one of yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been working on that all week. I'm glad you at least chuckled at it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the, the, the party hostel in Sucre is called Kultur, Kultur Berlin. It's like run by an old German man. Um But yeah, on Wednesdays they do salsa classes. So um Robert and Alexandra convinced me to go. And uh, yeah, like I can't dance, mate. Like I'm not... Unless I'm really drunk, and then I don't think that's dancing, but, like, proper dancing, I, I'm not very well-coordinated. Um so.
1: I wouldn't worry about it. It's, it's a stereotype for uh, all white males. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That we can't dance, so, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't take it personally. Um
0: So I was actually, like, a little nervous about it, because I was like, I'm going to a salsa class, I'm going to be shit. And Robert was like, don't worry, I'm awful as well. Um so we went had a beer and then yeah like they've got like the nice courtyard area of the of, is where like the restaurant and bar is and they've got like a little club room at the back so we went out the back and um, yeah so they like there's a guy at the front doing the moves and people it's almost like line dancing to start off with where he's like yeah. you're following along he's doing them slowly he's counting the time for you um, but I was quite far back so I couldn't see very well and I felt like Some of the moves that were like one, two, three, four, I could, and then repeated I could do, but once it got to a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like I was like, I I was then getting lost. I was like, okay. But like, but because it was line dancing, I wasn't affecting anyone. I wasn't bumping into anyone. I was making myself laugh and I was enjoying it. And it was fine. And like we did a few-
1: Not looking at your feet the whole time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, just having a bit of fun. Um, So we did like two or three songs like that. And I was like, and then after that, I was like, Robert, I was like, I'm quite enjoying this. He was like, You wait, you're about to get paired up with someone. I was like, Oh fuck, oh no, yeah. look, this is this is gonna start affecting someone else soon. <laughs> so, so then he got all the men in the line and all the women in the line, and then he he picked a woman and she was walk, she started walking towards me. I was I started laughing nervously. Instantly apologized for what was about to happen. Easy, I can do Spanish introductions now, even though I think the girl was actually German. But yeah, I was just like, "I'm very sorry. I'm not very good at this. Let's just do our best." And she was like, "Okay, yeah, it's fine." She was like, "I'm the same." So like, it started. We like we were still following his instructions, but repeating the dances that we'd done previously. But like, a lot of people weren't doing very well. I. Wasn't doing very well, but I was having fun doing it. And the the woman I was dancing with didn't seem to have a problem with it and was enjoying herself. And then you, like, do the little routine, you swap partners, and then you do it again. And, like, this process of me not being very good but having fun doing it was fine for a few times. But then this one woman, she just fucking hated me. Like, she just... she. I saw her dancing afterwards and she could clearly dance and was expecting me to be good enough to lead. Like, I'd danced with a couple of other women who knew what they were doing, realised I didn't know what I was doing, so then kind of took the lead a little bit and helped me. This woman <clears> just fucking hated me. And I think, like, when I was having a laugh and enjoying it instead of taking it seriously, it just pissed her off even more. Apart from her, oh. I had a wonderful evening. But I was just like, "You, you're taking this, you're taking life far too seriously. This is not what I'm here for."
1: Yeah, I uh, mean, um, whenever, because obviously, you know, my next door neighbour, oh yeah, you, where, Oh,
0: they're Colombian. Yeah, that's it. I was gonna, I couldn't remember. Yeah, so
1: um, every time I've been to parties there, and they brought me up to dance with them. Obviously, I have equally no experience, um, but they do or yeah, i've not I've luckily come across anyone like that one woman yeah. but yeah everyone else is very forgiving and they you know it's all about having a good time and you know you you, you get eventually get used to it or some yeah. of the, yeah. the slight movements mm-hmm. uh, but generally yeah it's quite a fun fun activity um it's definitely uh, stereotypically it's all in the hips yeah um, so yeah it just needs to be yeah. loosey-goosey in uh, that department but do they, st- yeah. do they still no,
0: call you john hmm? do they still call you john
1: oh um the husband uh who's actually moroccan he yeah he does still call me john occasionally <laughs> so like everyone else calls me joe but the husband from morocco is the one who calls me john or had been calling me john for years uh and he still does occasionally He's Some now he's at an alternating state between joe and john <laughs> uh which is fine because anyone listening knows uh or might know that my middle name is john so it's pretty close yeah it's close it's fine it? yeah close enough joe john yeah i
0: love it yeah i love it um but yeah i got to bed in reasonable time after the class um the other people i was with apparently stayed there till one thirty in the morning. On a school night. On a school night. I'm having four hours of Spanish lessons a day every morning. No way am I staying out that late. No, thank you.
1: It's the Uh, sign of the 30s, isn't it? Mate,
0: fuck it. Like, last night, people were like, yeah, we're going out. Do you want to come out? I was like, no. Like, honestly, I've been out. I went out for dinner. It was lovely. (laughs) I'm done for the evening now. I had the same
1: experience uh, towards the end of my... Trip in uh, Australia, like some of the hostels, I'd be staying, and hanging out with people, and we'd go out drinking. But then it gets to like around half eleven, twelve, and I just be like, you know what, I'm gonna head back now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit, it's a bit late. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I. Yeah, maybe I'm just old. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I enjoy a good night out every now and then, but I don't know. I oh yeah, I enjoy a good night out with my friends, and like I don't know. I think I might be a bit selfish in saying that I don't know these people very well, and maybe a good night out would be a great way to meet them. But I also don't want to. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that I don't want to meet them. I do want to meet them, but I don't want to get go out and get absolutely hammered. I and to be honest, that's not what I'm here to spend my money on.
1: Yeah, like exactly. You're there to experience culture, broaden your horizons. Yeah, uh, learn some
0: Spanish.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, learn learn the language. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, de- yeah I definitely, yeah, like like you, I I've, I had the same thing in Australia, is uh, alternating between wanting to be social and then also wanting to be left alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Find that balance. Find that balance. Yeah. Um, Thursday, the 25th, usual school, school, then lunch. Um, it was a bit chilly, but then it was like the sun was out today. It's finally the clouds have, clouds have shifted. And I went for, went for a walk up the big hill. So behind the hostel at the back of Sucre. So like a lot of famous South American cities like Rio de Janeiro, they've got the big statue of Christ up on a hill. I found that I've been to mm. well what, one other village And they had a big hill with a statue of Christ at the top of it as well. At Sucre has one as well. And there's a big old, big old hill just behind the hostel. And I thought, this is when I was like, I need to start exercising. Like, I've done nothing but sit on my ass, learn Spanish, and eat loads of delicious fried food and cake. Like... And on my call, my last call with Chris as well. Like when I actually told him how much cake I'd been eating, like because I don't day to day you're like oh a fancy bit of cake I'll have a bit of cake, but when you actually like sit down and talk day by day, like I've eaten cake nearly every single day this week. (laughs) Yeah, I thought. I'm going to get some exercise, so I thought I'd talk, take a walk up the hill, and it was warm enough to wear shorts and t-shirt for, listen to some more Name of the Wind, getting very good at this point, I think I think this book has actually inspired me to write some of this D&D campaign I was talking about as well, some bits, it's just so well written, it's like good fantasy, Um, but yeah, I'm still only probably about a third of the way through it, and it's very good so far.
1: Um, okay, so it's like a fantasy novel then? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um but yeah, so at the top when I, when I was at the top I saw so like they've got the big statue of Christ, um there's like a few benches in front of it, there's people like it's, it's the religion religion's quite weird here. It's like a mixture between um some like pagan pagan uh, religions and Christianity mixed together. So like mm. they all worship Pachamama, which is like Mother Earth um but obviously when the spanish invaded they all the christianity came with it and has become a big part of society here um i saw a man doing a ritual to another man where he, he was like sprinkling some liquid around him he then like got a piece of string and was like trailing it around his body and then threw that bit of string into a fire and it was then that I noticed at the top of this hill, there's like lots of little burnt patches of grass where there's loads of, and when I walked up there earlier today, there's loads of little like burnt patches of grass where they keep having these little fires, which I assume are for these rituals that they do. But like, I don't know. I, I'm just worried about forest fires now.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. They they definitely have a lot of, um, yeah, like I said, p- pagan-infused, uh, uh, like saints almost, but because, mm. yeah, because of the conquistadors and everything they did, yeah, they forced them to become, you know, Roman Catholic. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of a mixed bag, but yeah, I remember uh, you'll find, yeah, both in, um, there's a street, I can't remember what it's called, but it's in La Paz, I believe um, that is, I think it's called like the Witches market and it's, um, there's a lot of uh, homage to some of their more traditional deities mm. uh, there. Yeah, uh, there was a bit
0: of that here. But yeah, okay, Witch's Market. It's on the document. I'll see if I can get it. I'll see if I can find it when I go there. Yeah,
1: no, it's very good. So mm. yeah, definitely check
0: that out. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Um, Friday the 26th when uh, was last day of school. Last day of school, Joe. I've done four weeks, five days a week, four hours a day. Spanish lessons like I don't know my, my Spanish teacher was very good she had this thing where she was just, she kept checking her phone and like I was warned about this and I found my own ways around it but yeah she just kept checking her phone but on the last day she did warn me in advance that can we start 15 minutes earlier so we can finish 15 minutes earlier because she's got an optician's appointment I was like yeah of course not a problem not a problem at all but like the checking the phone was just so much extra today I think she just was like it's your last lesson I don't really care And I think by the end of the lesson, I was a bit pissed off. So we didn't really have much of a heartfelt goodbye at the end of it. I was just like, cool, thank you. See ya. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, I appreciate her lessons, but very much. Like, I don't know, I feel lessons now compared to lessons at school, the difference I notice now is I'm paying for this. And, like, I don't know, you didn't have to pay for school, so you kind of don't give as much of a shit about it, which isn't a good attitude to have. But now I'm paying for it and I can see every single week me paying for it. I'm like, you, you should put some more effort in.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I think at a certain level, obviously being older, uh, a level of maturity yeah. comes with that. Because uh, obviously when you're a teenager, you just like, I just want to hang Have out fun. with friends and yeah. you know, do whatever I want. Or, yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, so doing learning a new skill at this sort of age or time in our lives is definitely... Yeah, you're definitely more yeah. attentive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, towards I agree. it, yeah, especially yeah. if you're paying yeah. for it. So,
0: um. Um, on this evening of Friday, twenty sixth, went up to. So every year they have the Alicetas, which is a, a um, originally a pagan festival of um, praying to the god of abundance, and it's been taken over by a bit by consumerism, a bit by Catholicism, and it, they have a big fair here. So they have a big fair where you buy like these little miniature figurines and give them to people in hope that that's what they'll receive over the next year. Um it was very big and at the other end of town. This weekend it's moved to the Recoleta, which is the first which is the original church of Sucre, and it's literally just like five minutes up the road from where we where I'm living. Um so I went up there for dinner with Robert, um had some tamales well, a tamale um which is So it's like sweet corn, but all mushed together in a package, like, in, like, imagine, like, a big bar of soap, like, that sort of, like, shape, Um, but then then it's wrapped around some beef, and then wrapped up in the leaves of the corn on the cob, and then boiled... Oh, nice. So, yeah, but it's, it's it's quite sweet. And quite, like, the sweet corn is really sweet with the meat. It's quite strange. Um, but, yeah, it was very nice. We then had some, like, kebab and salad things, and it came with a spicy peanut sauce. So I had a couple of dinners. Quite nice up at the market there. Um, they've got, like, more carnival games. So they to, they, like, it's like a roulette wheel, but... It's split into six sections and it's, I can't remember, what, I'm sure they're two Bolivian football teams, but that's what the logos are painted on. And it's literally just 50-50. So if you put your money on the yellow one and it comes up yellow, you win one plus an extra one. Your one that you put down mm. plus an extra one. Had a go on that, and then but then did that, I won like four times in a row. So won enough to then buy, nice. to buy me and Robert some um, chocolate dipped marshmallows delicious what's the chocolate like out
1: there is it as good as it is over here or
0: you know what like so Sucre is meant to be the chocolate capital of Bolivia and I have had some delicious chocolate like um, Robert's been to some of the fancy chocolate shops and bought some of them back and they are really really good like I don't know I think I'm just spoiled by good milk chocolate in England but obviously that's infinitely better than any chocolate you get in America or Canada um um or Australia um, but then yeah the chocolate here was very very good but the chocolate on these chocolate dipped marshmallows wasn't the best but it was okay mm. nice but yeah and then this evening and I, I, we came back after dinner and chilled I booked my booked my accommodation so next week I am going to a uni to see the salt flats oh nice yeah so I'm doing a three day tour three days two nights tour Um so I'm going on Tuesday night I'm doing an overnight bus ride to get me there on Wednesday morning and going straight from the bus station to the tour. So I can imagine I'm gonna be quite groggy. Um I was then gonna do on the third night when I finished the tour an overnight bus to La Paz. I've decided against it. Um (laughs) so I booked I booked a night in a hostel in a uni. Um also booked myself a private room so i can have my next calls home (laughs) call. oh nice yeah yeah very nice it's like great excuse to get myself a private room in a hostel it's like oh no i need it i need it for my podcast (laughs) i
1: don't yeah you don't want more hoovers and uh fire alarms going (laughs) off
0: well it's gonna that room's gonna cost me a whole 13 pounds so i think i can get it in the budget oh that's good yeah yeah um, yesterday, yesterday, Saturday the twenty seventh, had a little lime. Had the last of my cereal. Um, I, I watched some. I f- went on YouTube and searched Rick and Morty in Espanol, and there's there's a playlist on YouTube that's got every single Rick and Morty episode in order in Spanish. Nice. <sighs> it's a good. It's like like with the Lion King. It's good to watch something you've already watched, so you kind of know the context of what's happening already. Even though I don't understand the Spanish of it altogether.
1: Yes, so I've oh, yes. done the same with anime when watching it in first in English dub, mm. uh, and then watching again with English subtitles. But it's obviously uh, yeah. done in Japanese. Um,
0: Practice Japanese yeah. a bit. Yeah, very nice lunch at green trekkers as usual today was mond yesterday was mondongo mondongo is pork in a delicious red sauce with um mote which is like maize corn in a lovely sauce oh so good. It's my, i think it's my favorite thing to eat in sucre it's like their traditional dish that they have at the weekend and it's delicious it does sound good yeah really good really really good and then i went down to the cathedral so, the cath- there's a big old cathedral here. Um, and I went down there because they have the Virgin de Guadalupe. So, the Virgin de, virgin de Guadalupe um, is a big, big image of the of a virgin. Um, but it's completely stud... Like, completely bejeweled. So, I, w- I really wanted to see that before I left because it's one of the most famous um, landmarks in, in Sucre. So, I paid to get in to... So I went there, it it opens at 2.30, so I got there, bang on 2.30. I was the first person in there, and lots of signs saying you're not allowed to take photos in the museum, but I'm the only person in here, and if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to want to do it even more. (laughs) (laughs) So... I took a few pictures, like, there's lots of, um, like, old books and lots of things that probably used to be in the cathedral. And then I saw, yeah, the the Virgin. So, yeah, big... So it's probably about a metre and a half tall and a metre wide um, picture of the Virgin. And over years, wealthy, wealthy colonial parishioners have adorned both the shrine and the canvas with precious jewels, including an estimated... 298,000 pearls and 21,000 diamonds wow um, how's no one stealing this ok yeah so that was my first thought because you could heist the shit out of this because from what I can alright so you're not allowed to take photos I was definitely taking photos and no one told me off if no one's to- telling little old me off and not taking photos how does no one nicking this thing so oh,
1: I mean, take yeah. not get me wrong, I'm not promoting you to do that. But. I'm not
0: going to, I'm not going I'm to. I'm worried, I'm worried for them. This is like their city's pride and joy. Okay, mm. so it's the country's pride and joy. This article said, the total value of the shrine is so valuable that it's believed that the sale of the gems alone would make Bolivia one of the richest Latin American countries. Wow. That's,
1: that's mental, ins- isn't it? That's insane. You think you could just uh, correct all your, you know, economic problems just by selling, you know, not even the painting itself, but just, just all the jewels that,
0: the jewels, ad, you know, I mean, adjourn it. And become one of the richest countries in the continent. It's <laughs> no, it's holy, it's holy, so they're not touching it. Yeah. Um, so then there was this other bit. So according to local legend, the painting of the Virgin de Guadalupe was first discovered when the people in the village of chatakia spotted a lost mule with a big bundle on its back wandering around the bushes. Thinking the bundle contained treasure, of course, you would assume that, um, every man and his dog attempted to catch the poor beast, who put up a strong fight to evade capture. Eventually, with help of the authorities, members of the church, the locals, managed to catch the mule and unload its cargo. To their great surprise, the bundle was in fact a beautiful painting of the Virgin de Guadalupe, from, this, from that day on, a lavish festival has been celebrated each year in the Virgin's honour. So apparently it was found on just a random donkey. That, yeah, that is
1: unusual. So I guess you'll <laughs> never find out who actually painted it then. <laughs> it's just lost to the ages. Yeah, of... yeah
0: apparently so. But yeah. yeah, then after that, after that, I was then went into the cathedral itself. And because I was the first person there, I was literally had the cathedral to myself. It was amazing, like big, big cathedral. Mm. Managed to get lots of photos um, with no one in them, which is always nice for a tourist attraction. The lighting was very good, so I took some selfies of myself as well, which is probably disrespectful, but the pictures are really good, so I don't feel too bad about it. I'm sure as
1: long as you didn't have the flash on, it'd be fine.
0: Yeah, you allowed you were allowed to take photos in the cathedral bit. I'll add that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then after the cathedral. Um, so Robert uh, goes to a different Spanish school and the people from his Spanish school go and play volleyball volley W A L L E Y ball um so they go and play that on a Saturday so he said yeah come along you'll enjoy it so volleyball it's like a combination of squash and volleyball so the rules are like volleyball you you have your team has three touches to touch the ball and get it over to the other side of the net but what you pl- you play in a confined space like a squash court so you're allowed to hit it off the walls when you're you're not allowed to hit it off the back wall unless it's you're hitting it so like I'm not allowed to just smash it really high and up to the top of your back wall because then it's impossible for you to get but I'm allowed to hit it off the side walls and then if it touches your side on the floor you lose the point Ah, uh, okay um but also, like, you know like Badminton, it really reminded me of Badminton. Like I've like I've super missed our Monday night badminton sessions and going to play some sport. I mean I fucking ached today. While I was just writing my diary before we recorded, I sneezed and like my whole body hurt. I haven't done proper <laughs> sports for ages. And I honestly had thought that after two months of not playing badminton, my shoulder was fixed. It's not. It was just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: god damn, just like wait yeah, lying in wait. Yeah. Just, like, oh wait you exerted yourself. Surprise motherfucker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, played volleyball. Yeah, I was quite impressed that I was able to play for two hours with these people. And like I don't like unlike volleyball, you in volleyball you're not really supposed to touch the net. In volleyball you can hit it off the net for another member of your team to then hit it over the net. Which is mental. It's like... I imagine more like street rules. Like, there's not really really many rules apart from you're not allowed to touch it more than three times. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild, but very, very good fun. Last night, after ball went to go see Spider-Man.
1: Oh, what did you think?
0: I loved it. I loved it. I think... I understood more of it than Lion King, which I was really proud of. I think I understood about... I'd estimate 65%. Um the 3D is amazing the The visuals of the whole film are brilliant um, yes I think they did Mysterio really really well um, yes yeah. I thought
1: that as well it's it uh, good to obviously you know I won't go into details because in case people spoilers. listening haven't yeah. seen it yet but uh, yeah yeah spoilers but uh, yeah no I thought they did uh, Mysterio justice and uh, hmm. yeah I thought it was a really good film I thought it was as good as Homecoming yeah um, yeah
0: definitely yeah I really enjoyed it and obviously it
1: goes into good detail of the sort of aftermath of endgame
0: yeah uh, yeah it gives a nice little so they bring up the like, fact
1: okay. that there's been a five year gap between when the people were brought back via yeah. Hulk snapping uh, for when to snapped them out of existence so yeah. obviously like they first start off with the whole school year being messed up because students yeah. who had been wiped out of existence are now having to repeat
0: yeah, the school years. <laughs> nice yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Also, also Samuel Jackson, but Spanish dubbed was quite interesting because even though it was Spanish dubbed, it was like I still could imagine Samuel Jackson's voice and like some of his witty quips. I like I got the jokes. I actually got the jokes in Spanish, and I thought that was hilarious. Nice. Um, a lot of Hollywood actors have their own Latin American voice actor. So if you go and see Samuel Jackson in Spider-Man, it will be the same voice as when you go see Samuel Jackson in Endgame because they have like a dedicated voice.
1: Yes, all except for Groot. So Vin Diesel who plays Groot, uh for the uh, I don't know about the um Avenger for, like Infinity War that it was in as Groot but in the Guardians of the Galaxy film he did learn well to a degree he learned his lines in every language that the <laughs> film was going to be done in so every time you heard Groot it was in fact Vin Diesel's voice uh, in all the different languages but yeah yeah like I said normally that's really they cool have
0: well to be fair assigned... it's three words isn't it <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's it's not too much. But of a still, language that's lesson.
0: that's quite a cool. He definitely didn't need to do that. So that's fun.
1: Yeah. 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 A little Marvel fact for you.
0: My favorite Vin Diesel fact is that he likes playing D anD. d Like you can go, Does he? go on you go on YouTube and search Vin Diesel Dungeons and Dragons, and he plays a little session. And he plays like an eight hundred year old witch witch king, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah.
1: The small village of Bronbog has recently come under a baneful curse. The young are born deformed and demonic. The denizens are driven to madness, some suicide.
0: Those that remain, stubborn as they are, have fallen silent. But the nature of this curse has drawn the attention of one man. I am colder, the Witch Hunter, the 800-year-old immortal. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I have to check that out because uh, one yeah, of the other really people good. who loves D&D, um, you might have heard of him, he's a American chat show host, uh, Stephen Colbert.
0: Stephen Colbert, I think I watched this recently. So it's spelled
1: C-O-L-B-E-R-T, but it's pronounced Colbert.
0: Yeah, no, I watched, um, I watched Matt Mercer, do, Scott recommended it, Matt Mercer do a little one-on-one session for Comic Relief. Fine. Yes, that was it, yeah. That's so good. That's well worth watching. I mean, Matt Mercer is one of the D&D gods, the Dungeon yeah. Master gods at the moment, yeah. There was a great picture I, I, I saw it. recently of him with Griffin McElroy as, like, the hard-worn Dungeon Masters that everyone loves at the moment. Yeah, it,
1: it's it's nice to um, realise um, certain things about whether it's, you know, actors or, you know, just g- generally famous people you know that then there's this side of them that you don't obviously see within their careers Mm. Um, you get this little insight so for like example um, I've just finished watching the last season of Orange is the New Black and one of the actresses in it um, she's actually a heavy metal guitarist which I had no (laughs) idea about until after I started following her Instagram I was like oh she does this as well as well as act
0: Um, that's really cool yeah Ah um, oh shit Where were we? Spider-Man That was it Yes I wanted to go see Spider-Man um, After Spider-Man I went back up to the fair Where they have all this wonderful food And I tried What's it called? It's called Anticucho Anticucho Is a Quechuan word So Quechuan is the original language Of the country um, Yes Before the Spanish Came over um, yep, and brutalise them. Yep. Um, Anticucho. Um, it is la corazón de vaca, a cow's heart, and cow's it's like heart. the traditional dish of this this festival that they have. Um, so I was like, I've got to try it. I have to try it. Um, wasn't bad actually. It was very strong in its beef flavour. Um, it was barbecued, so it already had that like smoky, delicious flavour to it as well. The texture of it. It was like a tiny bit tougher, almost a bit more rubbery than normally, but not not to the point where it was like calamari or squid or, well, calamari can be squid or octopus, as Big T has told me in the past.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, we had that debate. Yeah. I remember that debate, yeah, whether it was squid or octopus. I can't
0: remember if he bite. was confident enough to bet a pound on it or not. Um, probably. I've lost enough one-pound bets to him before by being an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, on Very nice. It was very nice. I'm glad I tried it. I like trying weird and wonderful things while I'm out here. Um, yeah, yeah, it was nice, nice evening. And then, so yeah, while while we, I went up there with a few people from the the hostel here. Um, so as we were walking around, I said to them, I was like, oh, we should go up there because you get a really good view of like you can look over the town at night time. It looks brilliant. And there's a Brazilian girl here, and she said. Um, Oh yeah, we could we could go out there and smoke some weed if you have some, and like I haven't smoked weed for like nearly three months at this point, and it really really threw me. I was like, no, I don't I don't have any, I don't have any at all. And she was like, oh, okay, what about um, what about your friends? I was like, I don't think so, I don't think they do. And she kind of left it there, um, and then later on in the evening, like once we got back, once we got back, her and an American guy that's here. Um, Brian he was like oh yeah we've we've got some weed if you want to smoke some and I, and I now realise what she must have said was we could smoke some weed out there if you want to not if you have some and my ah. reaction of going no 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 must have been really weird for her <laughs> um Well, yeah, I didn't smoke any, like, a small part of me is nostalgic in wanting to smoke some, but a big part of me is like, you're just going to freak out, don't do it. Um, But I looked at it, it it looked like classic homegrown, outdoor in a hot country weed. Um, Mm. But yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, it was quite easy to say no to smoking weed, which is strange for me, I think. (laughs)
1: Oh, it's good you had the restraint. I mean, it's certainly not a
0: bad thing. I don't even feel it's restraint. Like, I just don't want to. I don't want to at all. Like, no part of me was like... Like, the part of me was like, I remember when that was fun. (laughs) But no part of me was like... A big part of me was like, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do that. It's a stupid thing to do, yeah. Interesting. Interesting how that's flipped for me. Um... This morning, this morning, I walked up the big hill again, I walked all the way up it, it took me half an hour and I did it without stopping, so getting my stamina back again. Um, on the way back down, I stopped back at the fair again to eat some of the delicious food, I had some chicharron, chicharron, it's, it's like crackling, um, it's like fried pork belly, it's very mm. salty, it's very delicious, I had another tamale, this one was a little bit spicy. Um, but was very very nice. I had a strawberry dipped in chocolate and an ice cream, like so- nice. solid Sunday lunch. Really good, really good. And then yeah, I chilled, and now I'm talking to you. Nice. It's been so a good did you week. have? Do you have uh, any kind of altitude
1: yeah, difference out yeah, there? Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> getting I'm, used to that. Yeah, I can now tell the difference between actually being out of breath and when it's altitude um it's really weird so when the where the supermarket is here when i walk there's like a steep hill just out of the supermarket and every time when i walk out like i'm normally carrying a 5 liter bottle of water when i walk out the supermarket but yeah every time i do that hill i'm like and like the out of breath is more altitude than it is um stamina um, yeah. and like when i went to go play volleyball yesterday Um, I could feel that the first 15 minutes was altitude kicking my ass, but then, like, after a little while, I was like, "Okay, now I'm just out of breath because I'm playing a sport. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Yeah, it it does hit
1: you quite suddenly with mm. altitude. I found that you just, even if it's just a small step somewhere, you just suddenly, like, uh, as if you've done you know a couple of miles run or something yeah Just suddenly like yeah it's
0: really weird, that really weird tightness in your chest um but yeah so i'm 2800 meters here um a uni is going to be up to 5000 meters at some points um apparently once you get up to about 3000 ish you're normally quite acclimatized so the difference from going from sea level to 2800 isn't as bad as 2800 to 5000 um, um. So, hopefully, I'll be okay. But I also know what I'm looking for now. Like, I know that when I suddenly get out of breath, just stop. Stop moving and take some deep breaths. It's oxygen. Yeah, that's what it needs. You need more oxygen. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they have it in
1: Bolivia, but they did have it in Peru. There's some sort of tea leaf that's. Coca uh, leaves. Yeah, that's it, coca leaves. Yeah. That's what
0: they make cocaine out of, Joe.
1: Oh, it's that same oh okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure if
0: it was the same Yeah, it's coca leaves. But yeah, no, like I don't know, now I've been around Bolivia long well, around Sucre long enough, coca leaves are just normal, like so at breakfast she has a box of tea on the table and one of the options of those tea is coca tea. Um one of the, the guide I had when I first got here was telling me about how like the labourers here will have a cheek full of coca leaves all day at work because it gives them energy. Um when I I when I first walked up this mountain or hill that I was talking about, I chewed some coca leaves when I did it. And I didn't feel, like, super high or anything, but it maybe helped with the altitude. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I walked past some guys doing some road works yesterday and, like, their cheeks, they're like hamster cheeks. It's mental. Like literally, <laughs> literally full of these things, yeah. It completely makes sense to
1: me now because at the time it was this, uh, explained to me that, oh, you know, you can obviously have tea uh with it but you know don't have too much otherwise you'll be you know wired and i thought oh maybe it's got some sort of caffeine effect it, yeah just my my dumb ass like not realizing that it's the same you know coca leaves well, like, but, yeah co- they,
0: do cocaine. A, they do a lot to it to make cocaine out of like yeah. it's a refining chemical process with a lot of petrol involved um but yeah yeah it's it's like the natural form of it like like well, you can make you can make a tea out of opium poppies, but it's not heroin. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hasn't undergone yeah the very synthesis. Yeah, gross. Um, yeah,
0: um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's me. What's um what you got for us, today? What's happening in the UK?
1: Well, I was thinking about this because obviously I've not long since been back, so um, we've had a massive heat wave. Uh, I've missed some of it being in. Uh, Australia, was it
0: warmer but, yeah, in back... Australia than it was in England, or was England warmer? England's warmer. <laughs> Were you pissed off about it?
1: Like No, not at all. Because it was still warm in Australia, but then cold in the evening, so yeah. it was quite easy to sleep. Whereas I suppose, here... Yeah,
0: that's Southern Hemisphere as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here, it was just unbearable heat, uh, particularly uh, on Thursday this week. It was... Um, I think some places was about 40, nearly 40 degrees. Yeah, yeah, I saw,
0: yeah, it was like one of the... It was very close to being the hottest day ever, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, all sorts of posts on various, you know, Instagram accounts saying, yeah, recording the temperatures where they
0: were. And, mm.
1: yeah, just horrendous, just melting uh, in my own sofa.
0: Yeah, no, I... I was really pissed off because it was so cold here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, want, to, yeah. I want some warm weather. <laughs> this is bullshit.
1: I find that with South America, though, um, as with other parts of the world, that the weather can really either change very quickly or it is, um, you know, you, could, you can be in one place, drive 30 minutes down the road, and it's the complete opposite. Mm. Um, so I was, yeah. when I was in South America, I was in... Um, Emperor in Sacred Valley. And the place where we stopped, really sunny, got really badly sunburnt, drove uh, on the coach thirty minutes down the road and it was freezing like November December type cold mm. weather. And you think for the sake of a thirty minute journey, you know, just yeah. down the road, there's such varying degrees of both temperature and, and mm. weather as well.
0: Yeah, I think where it's so hilly. yeah 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 interesting interesting how was Australia
1: it was very good yeah I really enjoyed it Um,
0: would you say you thoroughly enjoyed it
1: yeah really enjoyed yeah thoroughly enjoyed it (laughs) but yeah it was really good it was good to uh, catch up with uh, Beck and D-Man and uh, got to see Phil and Rosie as well lovely Uh, because I don't believe I'd met Rosie before
0: no I don't think Uh, I've ever met her Yeah. Yeah, she's really cool. Nice. Nice.
1: Um, Yeah, it was good hanging out with them. And also, um, Becca Demon's uh, housemates, they're really cool. And they've got me into bouldering now, which essentially is...
0: It's rock climbing,
1: right? Yeah, rock climbing. Yeah, essentially.
0: What's the difference?
1: So the way that it was shown to me is that rock climbing is where you've got the harness and the hard hat and the walls are obviously a lot taller. Yeah. Uh, Whereas well, bouldering, it's, yeah, you've got no harness or any other equipment, mm-hmm. um, aside from your chalk for yeah. your hands and you yeah, you're, you're sort of smaller walls, but, um, yeah, oh, you just climb freehand.
0: More challenge, more of a, like a challenge wall than a, let's get up to the top of this wall.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've really, I've picked that up, uh back here now because, um,
0: and yeah, so it was re- really good fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the MC have yeah. uh, have a wall there. It's not quite as good as the ones that I tried both in Sydney and Brisbane, but um, still, even though I'm not that good at it, it's it's a new sport that I'm I'm getting into.
0: Love it. Do you follow um, Jason Momoa on Instagram?
1: I don't no.
0: Oh, follow. I think he's pride of gypsies. Um Jason Mummer plays Carl Drogo, which I'm sure you know, but for the listeners. Um yep. on Game of Thrones. He posts lots of pictures and stories. They do lots of bouldering and some of the like challenge walls that they do just look ridiculous.
1: Oh, some of them are, yeah. Yeah. I um, mean I, I I was doing maybe one or at best two stages above the most basic ones. Mm. Um and that was more the ones that benefited from having upper body strength uh was the ones that both beck and d-man were doing and uh their housemates um alex and Nat, you know they're they're much more they're, they've been practicing for a, a lot longer yeah. and can do the, the much more challenging whereas um you know like things like uh, ninja warrior yeah it yeah. reminds me so much of that where you just it's like finger strength finger and wrist mm. strength. As opposed to having, you know, sort of Love it. just general big yeah. muscles, you know, it's not what's needed for that. It's it's all in the in the fingers.
0: Yeah, the like like you're you're pretty stacked, Joby Bryant strength, classic. I was telling Jan last week about how you broke my glasses with a badminton shuttlecock. So, <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, that's tough. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, no, I was going to say I was talking to Jan. I saw you yesterday. I saw you yesterday. Yes, um, you did. Yes. Yeah. Face timed into Dad and Jan's barbecue. Yeah.
1: Right Public. as your granddad was taking another shot.
0: Yeah, granddad like big teen granddad just doing shots. <laughs> the great,
1: the great thing is like I don't know if you saw in the WhatsApp group that Sam pointed it out is that uh, when Elise turned the camera to your dad. Is the look of worry until he notices the cameras on him, and his suddenly turns to a smile, like as if everything's all right. <laughs> he seems so worried, but Granddad's just like, "Oh God, is he going to survive
0: this next shot?" And like, <laughs> that was good yeah. fun. Well, to be yeah, fair, it was, it was like grand, Granddad's going to be ninety in like two months. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. If he's still catching, keeping up with the lads doing shots, fair play to him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, never. What did, what did you play on Thursday? I, remember, I saw on the WhatsApp group that you were going to play outside.
1: Oh, you know what? To be fair, we didn't actually really play. Well, we were prepping more for the D&D ah, of course. campaign of that course. we did say, And then, um, yeah, just uh, more mobile carcassonne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were doing a, individual games with each other and uh, the big group one we've got going on. Oh, it's just
0: ended. Yeah, um, I, I do. Check your check your invites. I just started a new game for us all. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love that we can play Carcassonne with me being in whatever country I'm in, D-Man being in Australia, and you three being in England. Like, having running games of Carcassonne is just amazing. Yeah. Transcends yeah. geography. Yeah, <laughs> it's the future. Anyone listening, if you've got an iPhone and want to play Carcassonne message me on instagram and we'll i'll add you (laughs) spanish phrase of the week joe yes you ready
1: it's a classic come on
0: haciendo haciendo conejos haciendo conejos so
1: from reading sabato mexico haciendo is like a a farm i believe I want to say it's, it's like a farm. Hacienda. So, what was the second Haci- one?
0: Hacienda. I think you're thinking. Oh, about, Hacienda. But it comes, it comes from the verb hacer, yeah. which is to do or ah. to make. Hmm. So you would say to someone, que haces? As in, what do you do for work? So, haciendo conejos. It's a tricky one because in English, we would say, fingers crossed. But in Spanish they say Haciendo conejos" because they say "making rabbits." Making so, rabbits. Making rabbits. So if you cross your fingers and look at it from the side and imagine it like a shadow puppet, it looks like a rabbit.
1: I, I literally, I'm doing this as we speak. <laughs> yeah, we <Yeah. me> do. <laughs> just because it's obviously late at night here, I'm just doing it up against the wall, and the shadow. Yeah, yeah, I can
0: see that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Haciendo conejos," making rabbits.
1: <laughs> Learning something new every day. Yeah,
0: yeah. If I can be the slightest bit educational of a podcast, I'll I'll be proud. Yeah, nice. Um, Joe, thank you, thank you very much for being my cool home this week. Thanks very
1: much for having me on.
0: Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Because when you're remembering the good times, you're living life in the past lane. Ah,
1: uh, the classic. <laughs>
0: Y nos ciega el brillo del sol Hay más que mirar donde otros solo ven Más que alcanzar en lugar de soñar Son muchos más los tesoros De los que se podrán descubrir Y bajo el sol protector, con su luz y calor, aprender todos a convivir.